with all hopes and intents in your positive success. We welcome you to the Gold Blade Purple Haze Podcast. Please stand by for a message from these sponsors. Well, hello ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls and welcome to another episode of Gold Blade Purple Haze, the podcast. You're joining us now for the season one, episode six, and I hope you're ready to have your socks blown off and your toupees knocked back. Your pieces shall go flying. At any rate, here we go. So yeah, not sure where you are, what time it is for you, but we're at a point where we're just getting the year started. So happy 2020 to everybody. Um, it's a good, good time right now because of the fact that the rest of the year has so much potential. I mean, at this rate, you can't help but acknowledge the turn of time, the cycle that's being completed. I say that because of the fact that like, you're not in some other place where nothing has been shut down. And to some degree, I believe what some other folks have said, like if your bank is closed and you needed to go cash a check or if it affects anything about your day at all, you are a part of it. It's affecting you. So uh, you can be in denial, you know, to some degree. But realistically, um, it's a new time. So embrace it. Hopefully you're embracing it with warm arms and whatnot. But this week, I wanted to bring to you a little little bit of nostalgia time because I got to thinking about some things that I've seen lately, a few advertisements here or there, and it really kind of took me back to my childhood and whatnot. So I thought about that and something that came up to me in my thoughts and remembrances, let's say were things like anime. So this is going to be kind of one for the blurs, if you will. But if you're not a blur, you you know, you may have to go look that up. But anyway, um, to my fellows, you know, um, shouts out to all of y'all. We've been coming up through this for a long time, right? We came from Fox Kids to, you know, like, uh, who was that? ABC Family, I think, had it for a little bit. Um, even Cartoon Network eventually developed Tsunami and then um, Adult Swim. So basically, man, we've come a long way. I remember being a kid and seeing things like Ronin Warriors out there. And um, it was crazy because I remember being in elementary school and then being on TV. And it was so fascinating, like the way everything was so drawn. Uh, everything was really sharp. And that's something that visually drew me to it. See, a lot of times in the cartoons that we watched as kids, um, even now, a lot of things that you'll see will have, uh, you know, round edges. Everything is so smooth and everything is friendly. But I was able to perceive earlier on that just because things look a little bit different don't mean that they're bad necessarily. So it was a quick and early lesson for me 
And as a matter of fact, like I said, because it was different, it kind of drew me in. And I started trying to watch as much as I could. And um, Ronin Warriors and Knights of the Zodiac, I think, are some of the first ones that I actually remember. And at this point, I know that they were old reruns, you know, by the time I got to them, partially because of the fact that, um, you know, it was it was unheard of, let's say, within my family and my my more intimate circle. Nobody really watched that stuff. So I had to come across it in school and uh, of course, through toys. Now, see, like 90s, like that whole decade was ruled by toys like if you're a business and you've got any kind of media or anything that you might use television or radio, your main outlets to communicate with the masses. If you don't have a toy or something that the kids can play with, like there's no engagement. You're not really getting anything done. So some of the major things like Transformers, which of course have been around for, you know, 20 years, 20, 30 easily for a lot of them. Um, those things had toys. Um, you had Power Rangers. Power Rangers had toys, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, and I say this because those were a couple things that I know I related to. But realistically, uh, Mattel, Hasbro, who else was it? Um, uh, shoot, not Toei. That was a doggone animation company. Um, uh, oh, well. Just go look it up. Anybody in the 90s, doggone it. Like, the stuff that they had, they were trying to be really innovative. So a lot of it would come out and look really, really strange. It wouldn't look like a toy that you had ever seen before or anything like that. Things had to have batteries. It's not like, you know, oh, I could just take this little figurine and everything be okay. No, no. Got to have action figures. And you can't get an action figure without the accessories. So there's that. You know, you got to have the, um, for example, the girls had like Barbies and then Barbie ended up getting, you know, uh, a car, a house and all this other stuff. We'll see. We have wrestlers in some cases. We'll have uh, some doggone me uh, Transformers. Okay. And them jokers got to have a base. You can't have robots without a base. You can't have wrestlers without a cage or uh, ring, you know, it just makes no sense. So anyway, they ended up developing all this extra stuff for you to be able to, um, pretty much, uh, get it and relive the experience outside of the show. Because back then we didn't have anything like HDR or, uh, you know, DVRs where you could just easily, uh, record what you're watching on TV. Now, what we have to do is to, have a tape recorder well, well I say that but like we have VCRs back then and you'd have to basically make sure that you leave your TV on and you set it to record and it would only record as much as you had tape so um, the VHS tapes a lot of people don't even know anything about those at this rate it's like it'll be a joke I think if you took that to like a, a 8 to 15 year old and be like Tell me, tell me what you know about this. <laughs> we had those, we had cassettes, man. Like it's crazy for me to even think about it at this point because of the fact that I remember being a kid and a lot of adults around me that were like, uh, you don't know nothing about no eight track little boy, you know, and all this other stuff. Right. So now here we are 
in those shoes. And a lot of it, I've got to admit, has to do with the fact that technology has advanced and it has been through several like immediate changes back to back in the past couple of decades. So, man, um, I saw a meme the other day, matter of fact, talking about you have to expect that whenever cassette tapes were being played, you had a side A and you had a side B. So it only made sense that the CD would replace it, right? Yeah, let that sink in. So anyway, uh, back to some of this other anime, man. Like, let me tell you what. I remember seeing some of that stuff that I mentioned, but whenever Toonami came around, that's when I, I felt like I was at, I was getting closer to like a coming of age type type of deal, you know? So I'm getting an idea of what's going on around me and all that type of stuff. So I'm paying more attention. So whenever I saw something like Dragon Ball Z come on TV, I'm like, man, are you serious? Like this, it was so hype. Like anytime, uh, you know, you're a kid and you got fighting going on and you and your buddies already play fighting, man, all y'all take these roles. Okay, like I said, wrestling was huge for us around that time. So we were already pulling moves on each other by the time <laughs> we out there, um, you know, in the yards and the fields and stuff like that uh, between school and home. So uh, that was definitely a lot of fun until you get hurt. But realistically, you know, you get up, you shake it off, you go cry it out and do what you got to do. Um, but man, they were doing stuff that, number one, it couldn't really be done in real life. But the fact that you saw it, you felt like you could do it, man. And that's that's something that made a huge difference to me. So whenever we'd have something like a, like an art class or even like simple writing projects and stuff like that, any artistic uh, or creative pathway, I felt like I could take advantage of, of my excitement and my, you know, impressions and reflections from everything that I saw there. It was at a point where I remember I was involved in martial arts as a kid um, and coming up too. So like whenever, um, let's say Dragon Ball Z came on, uh, a lot of times I wouldn't be home to watch it, partially because I'd have stuff to do. Um, but anyway, I'd have friends around that would basically look ahead and see what was going on and their parents went out and bought them, you know, the, the new episodes and whatever the case was. So if it wasn't on TV, they had it and they know what's going on. And if you've ever been outside of the know, then you know what it feels like to be the last one to find out what's going on. So I remember being in some situations where it's like, I want to jump on the person that knew. It was a cat named Chris, I remember, who basically had uh, gone this one particular time where Goku went Super Saiyan, okay? And this was like, I want to say, probably a year and a half before I even saw it, because this dude was watching it. <laughs> he was watching like the simulcast type stuff, and I didn't even, I didn't understand how that worked at all at the time. And so anyway, um, it was funny for, for me, thinking back now, like, man, he knew what was going on, and I was seriously mad at him, like, we stopped being friends for, for a couple weeks, because he had spoiled some stuff, and I was like, I felt so betrayed, man, and my heart was hurting, I'm like, why, why, why would anybody in the world do this to another person, it don't make sense, <laughs> so, anyway, man, um, Dragon Ball Z was great, it was something that basically gave 
us a character that had more determination than I felt like I'd seen in anybody else. And so it was inspiring, you know, to a certain degree. It's kind of like you got somebody that's facing all kinds of adversity that they did not ask for, number one. Um, And number two, they end up finding ways to overcome those challenges and whatnot. And I just felt like, you know what, that's something that really spoke to me at the time. Like, I, I, hey, I've always felt like every day that we step outside our homes is an adventure, or at least that's how I look at mine. And sometimes those adventures are not fun. Sometimes you have things that you are not looking forward to slowing your day down or, you know, uh, tripping you up, trying to get along from what you're doing. Um, (laughs) And to know that something could be done as long as there was will, let's say, to make it happen, then that was something that I just really appreciated. So next one, other than that, uh, Mobile Soup Gundam, for example, was something that stood out to me because I have really, really enjoyed and liked the uh, the Robo and the, the mechanics types of animes that came out. I, I mean, robotics really at its core is just so cool to me. Like the fact that it's not like life, I feel like, uh, to a certain degree, at least in the ways that they were looking way back then. But there's a certain certain bit of amazement that I get from knowing that this machine can do tasks that I could not do easily. And so there are, there's all kinds of mechanics and, you know, uh, physics and stuff like that that's involved in something as simple as, let's say, the claw. So anybody over 25 may remember the claw. Um, It was basically like a tabletop type deal that uh, would have, you know, two or three prongs and you could use it to pick things up. You could uh, sometimes throw or shoot things depending on, you know, I guess what model or time it was when it came out. And I remember uh, my big cousin, like my big brother, pretty much have one of those things and I never really was able to get the hang of it but I always thought it was so cool um that was fun now uh skip forward like 20 years there was a time when I used the track hole to help uh tear down a shed or like a yeah it was like a shed I was about to say it was a barn but it was it was just a really really long shed um <laughs> and so that was it was crazy like uh there's that but anyway I like that idea I like that whole thought of having mechanics in the hands of somebody that knows how to use the machine like it can really make it look like 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 that thing is just an extension but honestly that's how I look at most tools that's how I look at most things um and and that's in all aspects you know you got the tool you know how to use it it is just an extension of your will. It's nothing but a means to get the effect that you need. So take that how you want. Um, I respect it. Rurona Kenshin, okay, was a swordsman. Um, or it was about a swordsman. Hatokiribatosai. Respect to, to him um, for sure. Manslayer. Uh, that red-headed cat came through cutting up some people, man. And that was, (laughs) 
that was something I saw coming up as I got older. I was like, dang, like, really? Like, this dude is heartless. And so then, like, that's the thing about a lot of animes, man. You really get to watching them, especially if they're high in action. And then they get to the character development. They get to, you know, the drama, like, oh, I'm not just some monster, you know, that, that just goes around doing this and that. I actually have a backstory that explains how I came up with a real tough life, you know, and all this other stuff. So anyway, man, it's uh, it's something that is very common with a lot of anime. You'll have that character backstory. And I think a lot of times that really just adds to the entire experience. So definitely a plus. So something else that I ran across was uh, Fox. Like, I don't know if any of y'all remember Fox Kids or anything like that, but they had Digimon, they had Neon Genesis Evan- Evangelion. Uh, I almost call, always called it Evangeline. You know, it's just what it was. So <laughs> they had uh, Escaflone too. I remember that was one that they tried to push and make it work, but it was like, eh, it was kind of off. Like, I think one of the main dudes had like these angel wings and junk, and it didn't do anything but remind me of x-men and um like most of that other marvel stuff like i felt like i'm not gonna say they pulled the idea from them but like that's just what i likened it to so seeing a lot of that stuff like x-men spider-man and avengers i i liken it more to american style cartoons and things as opposed to actual anime because um it's like i had okay let's say this Let me say this. I had toys for certain things. And then there were some things that I really enjoyed more that there were just shows for. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that I had a different appreciation for them because the styles were different. So whenever it came to me trying to draw any of that stuff out, I always felt differently about it because both things had different, uh, different effects on me. So, um, some things felt more relative. Uh, whenever it came to like the characters and whatever they were facing um, it's just it's crazy you know and the fact that as a kid you end up searching for your identity at some point you know and then you realize after a few cycles or a few times like you can constantly change who you are all you have to do is decide and take the steps you know Um, and that's that's something that along a lot of these shows and things that I watched, I really just adopted and I embraced it, you know, to a certain degree. So I'm like, Hey, um, the moment I decide I'm not happy with life, I can try to do what I can to change my perspective or, you know, upgrade, you know, get a power up or something like that is as goofy as it sounds like to some it's real life, man. You, uh, you have to bring in different variables to get a different result in your outcome so kind of is what it is not everybody gets love for knowing how to do things but hey i'm just saying man i'm gonna backtrack a little bit to uh neon genesis evangelion man that junk right there is a whole freaking mind trip like i want you to understand like i watched it as a i think i was a teen at the time or preteen something like that i was young like younger obviously but not like high school age um i remember seeing it and because the mechs like the the, you know big mechanical 
uh, beings, robots, and you know, all that type of stuff. It drew me in and I liked it, but at the same time, I couldn't really tell what it was about to a certain degree. Like I knew, like, you know, when you're a kid and then you have adults that are having adult conversations or people that are just talking about things that you have no clue about. So you kind of sit there and you listen for a minute, but then you lose interest because it's like, it's way over your head and you know it is. That's kind of where I was with a lot of the dialogue in there. And dialogue became became important to me after a while because I like to know what's going on. And in that show, I just couldn't figure it out. So whenever I found out Netflix had it here a couple months back, I was like super hype about it because I was like, oh, man, I remember like this was really, really cool. Like I'm about to flip it on. I'm going to watch it. And I got to a point where I was watching episode by episode and I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, I remember this. I remember that. And then I'm paying attention to the dialogue and the story. I'm like, golly, this is like really messed up. And then like by the time it's over, the last couple of episodes, I'm like, bro, this is a this is effed up. Like, I don't feel good. (laughs) That type of deal, man. Like it was at a point where I don't feel like I've ever had an epileptic episode and like blacked out or tripped or anything like that but look near the end of that series if you've ever seen the last couple of episodes you know exactly what I'm talking about so there is all of that um I'm like they couldn't just keep it simple and keep the fights going they got to you know delve into the human psyche and all this other stuff they want to talk about um connections and bonds and you know it's cool I don't have a problem with that But see, there was so much confusion about what is what and who is what and what is going on and why and what is this orange goop and who is a clone and what is a human? You know, it's like I had so many questions like but by the time everything got got done, I I didn't even care. I just felt I felt so uncomfortable (laughs) in my seat. Like I was watching it. Um, I think I was watching at least an episode or two a day for uh, I felt like what a week, week or two. Because um, I think it's I think it's a few seasons, um, and they got several movies and stuff like that too. But um, no, I take that back. They don't just have several seasons. It's like some episodes just lined up. But anyway, I watched all that junk. And I was trying to figure out what happened, but they just couldn't keep it simple like an old Kung Fu movie. You know what I'm saying? That used to be simple, easy. Okay. Like you got people, uh, somebody disrespected somebody else, somebody killed somebody else. Boom. We finna go get revenge. We finna show y'all what's up. We got the best hands over here in this side of town, you know, square with me over at the town square. You know what I'm saying? Meet me by the, by the apple stand. Okay or the citrus stand, whatever it might be. You know what I'm saying? And what none of them movies, none of them were complete without having a scene by the harbor because somebody got to be riding on the boat. Um, they got to have dojo scenes and kimonos and uh, what, what else they got to have? Let me see. You got to have like the nunch, uh, the weapons, okay? Because hands, when hands are not enough, trust and believe, it's going to be some nunchaku it's going to be some katanas, some sai, and some kendo. Okay, somebody getting their tail whooped. 
period and and if ain't nobody ain't no dust flying off of somebody's face then it ain't good it ain't right okay and that's just how i feel about that but anyway man and coming up anime had a great and wonderful um run as far as i'm concerned like i've i've always liked it um one of the ones i'll tell you what one of the ones that really really stuck out to me and that i rock with probably for the longest time was naruto like when that came out or i'm not gonna say when it came out because it was out for a minute before i hopped on board um i started watching naruto like uh i think it was around 2005 maybe it was either five or six i want to say but anyway i think they were midway past the tuning exams or something like that and um it was like i saw it i was like oh okay that's cool ninja or whatever um that that was nostalgic already for me but at the same time i was just like well you know it's just it's out there i don't know if i'm really finna get on it but little did i know that um i think it might have been tsunami um, or just Cartoon Network, one of the two, because I know Toonami was in and out. Um, somebody had picked it up, basically, and it was airing in as like an English dub. So like for those of y'all that don't know, that just means like they, they were speaking English. Um, see, a lot of times you will watch it where it's Japanese dubbed. So basically you're hearing them speak Japanese, but you have an English uh, subtitle. So, um, a lot of times you hear people say English dubbed or subbed. If it's subbed, it's subtitles. So English, English subtitles, um, were what I was used to looking at and stuff like that, um, by a certain degree. So anyway, once it became more readily available and it became more broadcast and out there, I guess, as far as the American series was concerned, um, people really jumped on it and I was like okay well I guess I'll check it out so I watched a few episodes didn't really get into it but basically I think what really drew me in was when I played a game or something like that I think it was um Road to Ninja or something like that I happened to be over at somebody else's house at the time and uh just hopped in just playing the game I was like oh that's pretty cool um I recognized like one or two of the characters so I was like I guess I'll go back and watch so I start watching, get into it. Um, my brother hops on, he likes it too. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We, we got a really good run going. And then um, a few years go by. And next thing I know, I'm in college and uh, Naruto is ending. But it's like, you really want to see more. And then you give it a little time. And then uh, I'm watching Bleach, I think, at the same time. So that was cool. Um, but then they announced that Naruto Shippuden was coming back. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me check that out. And when that came out, that's when I really was hooked, man, because like they had spent years developing these characters. And like, I felt like I was growing up too, you know, at the time. That's why I was like, man, you get so emotionally attached to some of these characters because of the fact that you see what they go through and you know a lot of times they just trying to do the best they can (laughs) 
and in life man so are we you know but at the same time we don't know how things are gonna go for us we can plan around it but we don't know no all the time so uh to be able to kind of pace ourselves and go from there i think is a it's a blessing and a curse because like just like any other show especially if it's on demand or something like that you know you can pause it or stop it at any moment at all you you can't just do that on life I mean, even if you decide to step away from everything you know and love, things are going to continue with or without us. But at the same time, our influence in so many situations can make things so much better than if they were without us. So that's why, like, you always got to take value in yourself and what you do. But um, I ain't saying that's something uh, Shikamaru taught me. I'm just I'm just saying, just saying. But uh, anyway, man, I said all that to get to the point where uh, I got to watching Naruto Shippuden the other night because it made me think of a moment whenever Naruto gave up hope and he just he didn't know what else to do. But what he did and he just kind of gave in to his inner demons, uh, literally, and (laughs) he got saved at the last second. But the thing is, like man uh i felt like i had been there before and i remember watching that when that moment happened when it was like uh well i'm not gonna say simulcast but it was like a brand new episode as soon as i could watch it as you know in the anime um i'm man i messed around and cried i couldn't help it because i was like i felt so hopeless for i was like man this is terrible and it's like you wouldn't understand, I don't think, unless, like, you've watched some of this stuff. So, realistically, some of y'all cry when when your team don't make it into the touchdown, or to the end zone, you know what I'm saying? Some of y'all cry whenever Beast Mode didn't get to run through there and uh, go ahead and score years ago. I mean, you're happy now that he did it this past time, but, you know, I'm just saying... Some of y'all cry whenever uh, whatever housewife have a fight with her husband and she says she's leaving for the 15th time. You know, I I don't know. Everybody got their own things. But hey, look, all I'm saying is I never, ever thought I'd be in that situation. But I ended up there and I couldn't do nothing about it but just let it happen. That's that's where I was at. So, uh, moment of vulnerability it happens it happens you have to just let it let it do what it do (laughs) so anyway man uh just through i just want to throw that out there because uh it it had me thinking uh lately when i saw some other stuff and i i saw that and i had to go back and watch it uh just to you know just to make sure that i wasn't in a terrible place at the time and whatever and yeah i mean it's still hit i ain't cried this time you know you probably wouldn't believe me at this point either way but uh hey it is what it is um (laughs) i made it through so basically that's uh that's about all i got on that man i know i've been been running for a little minute so uh i'll tell you what how about we just sit tight and take a break um and have a moment from these sponsors (laughs) 
Man, I want to bring up something else that really, really ground my gears this past week. And that's the fact that I was trying to get onto um, Apple Music, you know, and get through iTunes to be able to get this uploaded. Um, so a lot of my Apple and iPhone users can pretty much listen to this on the platform in which they are used to listening to these things uh, by these things podcasts, of course. So my pledge to you all is that I'm going to do all I can um, to make sure that everything is up by next week as far as uh, getting my podcast cleared, you know, and all of that, because I know y'all been waiting for a minute. Some of y'all really been rocking with me since the beginning, and I appreciate that. Um, you know, Chody, Asha, and even like a couple of other people here or there that are supporting, you know, the pod. Um, y'all, you know, I love y'all. But um, for everybody else, I got you. So just uh, hang in there. And then after I guess you get your Apple Music thing, you can get rid of the Anchor or Spotify, whatever you do. But not till then. Hold on. Hold on. Just wait. Wait on me now. You know, I'm going to get, you know, I got you. So just sit tight. Wait on me now. So anyway, um, there is that. Uh, Basically, I ended up in a situation where my Apple ID is locked. And so now I understand why so many people that have lost access to their accounts have had a headache. And it's like, I get it. But at this time, um, thinking I know a workaround um, very simply, I'm going to try to get another one and, um, I'll do what I need to for that. As a matter of fact, um, I think, yeah, I'll get you some more information about that. But basically what I'm thinking I'm going to do is to get a gold blade, purple haze podcast email. And, um, in the next episode or so, I'll pretty much probably give that to y'all. So if you have any Uh, Anything you want to send or, you know, uh, shouts out or whatever you need, you'll be able to do it there. And I'll be able to get you uh, me through (laughs) through uh, your Apple services. So um, that's the plan as of it is right now. And that's, you know, it's on the fly. It's what I do. So. Well, um, that's that's pretty much all I had on that. I ended up locked out. It threw me threw me off because I've really been trying to get in for like four days straight. And I'm at a point where basically um, my security questions are shot. Like I don't I don't remember the answers as I input them. And like you can guess at these things. But realistically, you've got three shots a day after you mess up three times. Got to wait another 24 hours or so. And uh, here I am again. Uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, I can get to it tomorrow, but I'm going to try one more time. If that doesn't work. Like I said, it doesn't really matter because I'll make sure I got y'all in this upcoming week. So um, there is that. I definitely also wanted to send a shout out to Davion over at Facilitate Local. Uh, much love to him and his program. He is actually getting ready to take off, um, heading back up to uh, to the the big city, you know, or well, the the big state, I guess. Yeah, I guess I can say it's the big weather. Hey, Bronx ish. You know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't point it out. I couldn't tell you where it is from from a map almost at this point, man. That's that's how bad I am about geography. 
Okay, now Google Maps, I'll find it. I, I could probably just zoom in and find it. You know, they got different different sections up there. And by sections, you know, that had like a district and all this other stuff. Like, reminds me of when I went to uh, like New Orleans and stuff like that. Um, you know, everything's just sectioned off differently. I mean, they'll pay attention to things like wards and, you know, um, I don't, and maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm tripping. I don't know what ward I'm in. I don't even know if I'm in a ward. I don't know if I'm in a parish. Okay. I just, I just know where I'm at. And that's kind of what it is. But anyway, Davion, best of luck to you, bro. As always, um, you know, you got my support and uh, hopefully my followers too. You know, the real deal ones, they got you. But uh, we got to, uh, got to send him off in a major way. Um, so glad he pulled something together. Um, but like I said, much love to you, bro. Cause we definitely, we go back to like, we were kids, man. Um, before we knew it, we grown up and everybody's kind of doing their own thing and making that pass right now. And <clears throat> I'm really looking forward to, uh, to what facilitate local is going to bring the community, uh, through him. So anyway, that's that. Um, I don't think I have much else for y'all today. I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet for you and hopefully finish strong in this uh this next week man it's gonna be a little bit different for me because i'll be uh i'll be starting school and that's that's like i said it's gonna be a lot of fun so i can't guarantee that i'll be able to record as uh as often as i have been but at the same time i'll still release for y'all and i'll continue to keep you posted through Instagram as far as when I'm releasing, what's going on, and that type of stuff. So as always, you all can uh, support the podcast financially by going to my page that's at anchor.fm forward slash the haze. And you could um, easily make a pledge amount or uh, I think just drop something there. And beyond that, I think you could just leave me voice messages. If you've got something you want me to talk about specifically, um, beyond just my, you know, my regulars here or there, I definitely wouldn't mind doing that. So um, drop me something, drop me anything if you like, and I'll always get back to you. That's for sure. You can count on it. Um, but other than that, y'all, I guess I'm going to take, uh, take my leave. And you take it easy. Till next time. Easy out. Oh, you stand back here. Oh, you waiting on the credits, huh? You waiting on something to scroll through and then stop. And then all of a sudden, there's something here for you, huh? Oh, no, no. See, this it. That's all there is. You got the episode. You know, you got your, you. You heard the drums. You know what that means. You know it's time to go home. Okay. That means time to shut it on down. Time to go find something else. Okay. Now look here. That's it. That's all it is. I'll just I'll just come in and let you know. You know, that's it. You know, ain't ain't nothing else over here, hmm? Oh, oh you wanna fight about it, huh? You upset, hmm? Well you're not getting no laughs no more, huh? Now it's all serious, hmm? It's a joke for you, hmm? Hmm? You wanna fight? Hmm? Hmm? Cram.